All right. It's good to be alive. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Hey, I Know a Guy. You're listening to the Imperials finish what you started from their priority album. That's right, I said album. Some of you young folks don't understand. Man, this was the jam in the day when we had our skating parties. Still is the jam. Man, thank you for tuning in. It's awesome that you would be with us. I want to go ahead and get started with our dude devotional. This week, I, I want to talk to you about who am I. David asked this question, and it shows the king's astonishment that God would desire a man with a past like David. Most of us men, it's a question that either we should or have often asked ourselves. It was recently in my life that I felt a very strong pressing of God's hand on my heart concerning neglect, the neglect of my devotion time, my prayer time, specifically my neglect of my relationship with him. I literally had been putting anything and everything in line ahead of my relationship with my God. I've been neglecting taking the time to have consistent, real conversations with the God who made me, conversations that did not include all of my begging for God to fix all my mistakes. King David said something that will forever haunt me. He said God is moving among his people, and the Ark of the Covenant is on the move as well. David began to have visions of building God a proper house. God shares his vision for his people through Nathan the prophet, and David is overwhelmed that he's a part of that plan. Who am I? We live in a world of upside-down wisdom, and it's easy to think that something could be so important that it gets priority over daily conversations with our God. Yet so often, I, I give in to that way of thinking. I know God doesn't need me to talk with him. I know God doesn't need me to converse with him. He is in need of nothing. But for some reason, which is still unimaginable to me, he has made me a part of his plan. Who am I? Because of his wonderful, unexplainable love for me, he wants me to talk with him. He knows that my very life depends upon it. So because of that, I just can't afford to neglect the time that God wants to spend with me. So the question I ask again, who am I? All of my faults, all of my failures, all of my issues, all of my shortcomings. I ask that question, who am I? But I sure am thankful that my God still, in spite of everything, desires to spend time with me and wants me to spend time with him. Knowing me like no other, he still believes in me. I'm excited today for our interview portion of our podcast, and we have with us today a Renaissance man. He is a pastor. He's a, a father. He is a husband. He is just about everything that you can imagine, and I'm excited. Uh, LJ, how you doing today, my friend? I am happy. I, 
I read online, somebody said, I'm happier than a dog with two tails. I love I like that. that. I, love I love that. that. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah, good, good. Hey, so on our um, Hey, I Know a Guy podcast, there might be a few people that are here today listening that may not have had a chance to meet you and may not know you. Why not, could you tell us just a little bit about yourself and uh, uh, what you do and where you come from? Yes, sir, absolutely. I am. I was born in the state of Ohio. I'm a Buckeye fan. And I went to college in St. Louis where I met and married the lovely Andrea. We youth pastored for a few years in Florida. And then now I serve as pastor of my home church here in Ohio. And Andrea and I are blessed with two daughters. And life is good. I'm also a privileged to be a police chaplain for the Mount Vernon Police Department here in my hometown in Ohio. So very excited to get to be a part of ministry. And I love the premise of the I Know a Guy podcast. So this is an honor for me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Hey, so the chaplain that, that interests me a lot. And, um, if you could just tell us a little bit, what made you want to become a chaplain and what are some of your responsibilities as a chaplain? Okay. Great question. I was riding along a couple of nights ago with an officer and the lady walked up to the cruiser and she said, are you police? I said, no, <laughs> ma'am. No, I'm a, I'm a police chaplain. What's that? I said, well, my role is to help the police support them. All the trauma they see. I, I was called out last week on a traffic fatality. A gentleman just lost oh. consciousness or control or perhaps both. We're not sure exactly what happened, but he went off the road, hit, struck a tree, continued into a ditch and struck another one oh. and was pronounced. So my, my job then was to go with the troopers to the house of the family and to let them know that he was deceased. And so part of that is, notifications and all the the trauma and the difficult stuff they see really takes a toll on officers. Yes. And many times they take it home to their families. Police officers have one of the highest divorce rates as far as professions are concerned because of everything they see and they have to deal with. So my job is to be there to be a, a presence, kind of a spiritual support, emotional support. What caused me to want that was even a, a different direction my, I lost my dad when he was 55. I was 31. In fact, I turned 31 the day he died. Oh. And I was, it was a Sunday early in the morning. He just didn't wake up from that Saturday night. And when my mom called me, I went down. I immediately called my pastor. I called friends who are in the ministry and who prayed with me and were there with me. I went to church that Sunday night. And the whole church family surrounded me. And that difficult time helped me to understand not everybody has a church family. They, they yes. should, but they don't. And so not everybody, when they get news like that, has somebody they can lean on or support them. So I thought, what better ministry than to be a chaplain? And I thought it was going to be more to the community, quite frankly, that I would go and I'd be at the scene of an accident or a, a death notification or something like that or a DOA. And then I would be there to help the family process. I had no idea the trauma and the, yeah. the issues officers themselves deal with. So my role now has really been more presence for the officers and helping them through all of that. But also the community, whenever they have to deliver bad news or there is a, a scene of a, a fatality or a dead on arrival, then I'm there to try to help ease that a little bit for the family. And that is incredible. And uh, what a blessing to your town 
and have you there to help out not only in your police force, but also in the community and different ones. Um, dealing with trauma as a pastor, uh, we have to do some things, you know, meet people like what you said as a chaplain, but you bring it to a whole nother level when you're dealing with our uh, police force. So thank you for that. Um, appreciate that. Oh, it really is my honor, my pleasure. <laughs> you know, one of the other things about uh, LJ that you may not know about and our listeners is that he is a accomplished author. And uh, if you've never had a chance to read any of his books, what, what are some of your titles of your books that you have written? My first one is called Simplify. It is a 52-week devotional. And then the second one is called Ten Words, a practical look at the Ten Commandments. And it just walks through each of the Ten Commandments, what it meant for them, what it means for us, how we live them out. And then there are three kind of bonus chapters in there, including one that asks the question, what happens if you have to break one commandment to keep another? How do you how do you walk that very, very thin tightrope? So that's that book. I'm actually working on a third. I don't have a title for it, but the premise will be the Beatitudes. Okay. Walking through when Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, the meek, the those who mourn, all of that. That will be kind of after the style of 10 words, almost a little bit of a casual commentary, but more hopefully inspirational and helping us to understand how we live it out in daily life. You know, our, our guys here at the church uh, did 10 words in their book club, and uh, it was a big Oh, hit. thanks, yeah, guys. They, they did. They they all really, really liked it. And, well, uh, I'm flat out honored. Yeah, it, well, it, was, it was a blessing to all of us. And so I'm excited that you have another one coming out, and uh, that, that'll well, be something I'll let them know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Now, you talk about Simplified. That is a tremendous devotional. And uh, where are some of these places that if somebody wanted to purchase these books, where would they be able to find them? Easiest place is PentecostalPublishing.com. That's the ordering website for the Pentecostal Publishing House. You can pick that up there. They are available on Amazon if you prefer them in Kindle. And 10 Words is available on Audible. So if you'd rather listen than read, you can hear 10 Words on Audible. I, I do read it, so I really enjoyed that project. And hopefully, if I can get my schedule to work right, I will record Simplify as well. Some some have asked if I could do that on Audible, even though there's a podcast, but Simplify would be just reading each devotion all the way through. So, that is very cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I yeah that. I'm hoping, very good. hoping to get to do that. Well, talking about Simplify in your podcast, um, it is one I am, this is going to sound terrible since I'm doing a podcast, but I'm not a fan of podcasts. <laughs> it's okay. I understand that. <laughs> but uh, I do. No, I understand. Of, of the podcast that I listen to, I, I can't say that I follow Simplify all the time, but I, the one I listen to is um, the most is, is Simplify. And we found ourselves at family dinner the other night listening to the one about your uh, bike ride in Amish country. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was really, really good. And, questioning uh, all my life's decisions after that bike ride. <laughs> Uh, I I got tired just listening to you ride that bike. Oh my word! Yes, uh, but where if somebody wanted to listen to you, this podcast, and, and let me just tell the listeners, it is an extremely um, easy podcast to listen to, but very very uplifting. And you would think the way that his uh, voice is so soothing, um, 
you almost get um, mesmerized in in, uh, <laughs> in the stories that you're telling. But there's a lot of really good truths found in this. It, and uh, it Simplify was a perfect name for the podcast. Where would somebody be able to find this to be able to listen to? It is on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. And maybe on other platforms as well, but those are the primaries. Very good. Very good. Yes. You have given me a goal to attain. Um, Simplify is a worldwide um, podcast and right now we're just reaching tens and tens of people, but, um, that's okay. That's, that's why I started. And uh, I really, my goal was to just read through the devotional one week at a time. And the devotional itself is it's written and laid out based on the calendar. So somewhere around the sixth week is a devotion about love to coincide Valentine's day. And then as we get closer to April, March, April, there's something about the resurrection and then closer to Mother's Day, Father's Day, that kind of thing. So I started it to read it all the way through and finish. I was going to finish the podcast at 52 episodes. It would be 52 weeks, go through the the book. But at the end of it, there was a hue and cry to continue. So I thought, oh man, well now now I have to create content (laughs) because this is pretty much just kind of like an audible, if you will, reading it week by week. But now I need to create content. But since then, I've really enjoyed the podcast. I'm actually right now working on the devotion of series of miracles of Jesus. I went through some of the parables, some of the things he said, and now I'm working through some of the things he did and hopefully it's to inspire faith that what he did before he can do again. I'm liking this exciting news dropping here on, Hey, I know a guy, this is wonderful. That's right. Yeah. This is exclusive. <laughs> exclusive here. Yes. Exclusive. The exclusive <laughs> report. The exclusive. Hey, it, so I, I want to thank you so very much for coming on and uh, giving of your time. Uh, hey, I know a guy. We've been blessed by this. I, I just want to say if you are anywhere near Mount Vernon, Ohio, and do not have a home church and you're there on a, on a Sunday or a Wednesday, I would highly recommend stopping by. Uh, go ahead, uh, Pastor, and uh, give us a plug for the church there in Mount Vernon and let us know. Uh, where they can find you guys at if they're in the area and they need to uh, connect with the church. Yes, sir. We are at Apostolic Church, just on the just half mile on 229 west of Mount Vernon, just right here in town. And our services are Sunday morning. We have class at 10 a.m. Sunday worship is at 11. And then Wednesday, during all the months but the summer months, we have a we do this a little bit oddly because of the pandemic and social distancing, but it, it continued in our church. Loved it. We have a morning midweek and an evening midweek oh, on wow. every month, but the summer months. So we'll start back up in the Burr months in September. <laughs> we will have a 1030 AM and a 730 PM. And on Wednesdays, for the most part, we walk through books of the Bible. So to, tonight I'm finishing our study. It's been 26 weeks long of the book of Acts. We're on Acts 28 tonight at Very 730. Nice. So, We've walked through just doing that format one chapter at a time on Wednesdays. We have gone all the way through Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Philemon, Hebrews, James, and Revelation. Very nice. Very nice. So if you get a chance, check that out. You probably can find them yes. online as well on Facebook and uh, get a chance to come and see them. My friend, it is such an honor that you came on today and let us interview you. And I thank you so very much. Um, my life has been blessed. And if you are a listener, I just want to tell you, get the books, listen to the podcast. If you get a chance to ever get a, um, 
a meeting with LJ. If you're somewhere, uh, your life will be uh, very, very blessed to meet him and his family. Wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you, my friend. I love you very much. Thank you, sir. I love and appreciate you so much. Thank you. All right. God bless. You too, friend. Great episode this week on Hey, I Know a Guy. Thank you again for tuning in. If you know somebody that this might be a blessing to, share this with them. Find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Facebook and spread the love about Hey, I Know a Guy. But this week before we leave, I just want to take some time to let you know that I know a guy named Jesus. and He's a guy that can change your life. Everybody always asks, hey, I've got a car problem. Do you know a guy that fixed a car? And I got a roofing issue. Do you know a guy that can fix the roof? And I, I have been blessed in my life with many friends that have some talents and I can say, yeah, I got a mechanic. I've got a roofer. I've got this and that. It might be out there today. Somebody that's listening, that's saying, you know, man, I've, I've got a broken heart. I've got sadness. I'm dealing with depression. Well, I know a guy that can fix that as well. If you're out there today and you've got questions about life and questions about if you can make it, please email us at Keith at heyiknowaguy.org. We can introduce you to this friend that can fix your broken heart. He can make a way out of no way. He can mend your, your hurts and your habits and your hangups and can help you. Man, it's a great week today. Wonderful to be with us. Thank you. Share this. Let us know what you think. Like us on Facebook. Go check out Pastor Harry's books and his podcast, Simplify. You'll be blessed. It is good to be alive on this day that God has made. God bless.